Yo, 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 what is good? What is good, everybody? It's your boy, Amateur Maxi here, bringing you episode 7 of the Amateur Analytics Podcast. This is the post-E3 show. Just like on last week's, well, not last week's, the week before's episode, we will not be talking about music or anime. It is strictly our E3 thing. I got my boy Denzel here with me again. He's back to be on the post-show. And uh, say what's up to the people, Zell. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? It's Zell. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Y'all know who we at. Hey, man. Hit a nigga up on Instagram at Celebration. You already know what it is, man. If you what's can't spell good? it, then I guess it's just not meant to be, quite honestly. Swear. But, um, yeah, so like I said, this is the post E3 show. We are back. E3 is done, finally. And I'm not going to hold you overall grade for E3. C minus, cause that shit was kind of whack. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. Without Sony being there, bro, I know, I know, I sound like a fanboy, but nothing really stood out. We have our notes here. We got some shit we gonna talk about, but just overall, great. What would you give E3? So, uh, well, since I'm not a Sony pony like someone here, okay. I'm not gonna say no names. Hey but, man, no um, part. Uh, you know, um, I'm gonna give it like a B plus, cause I mean, I'm not gonna hold you. I think Microsoft Loki snapped, cause they had you know that big ass time block. Uh, Nintendo had it, and then they dropped the fucking ball. Uh, the rest of the studios, quite honestly, like EA had that Star Wars shit. It looked tight. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Every studio had like one or two games, maybe. That's fair. That's that, fair. that that looked interesting to me personally, that's but that's me. But we're gonna talk about it. Um, if you you know enjoy the show and want to support us, you know you can financially support by subscribing to me here on Anchor, and. Uh, yeah, if you enjoy it, make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend. But let's get into it. Microsoft. So, Microsoft was the big dogs for E3 this year. Normally, they compete with Sony, but Sony wasn't there. Like, at all. I found out that Sony didn't even have, like, a show floor. Like, they were just gone. So, Microsoft took over. They had a two-hour presentation, which, by God, that shit was long as fuck. And, to be honest, I wasn't really feeling nothing. They talked about... Uh, their new Xbox Project Scarlet, which at this point might as well just be called the Xbox Scarlet because I don't think I'll be able to get used to its actual name whenever it comes out. They talk about how it's going to reduce load times and 4K and all this and four times more powerful than the Xbox 8K shit. Like all the shit that no one really cares about, especially with the 8K thing. I'm, no one's running 8K right now, bro. Like we barely got 4K TVs. What do you think about the Scarlet, though? Uh, I think that. I got everything that I wanted at E3, quite honestly. I mean, I got a name, check. I got a release window, check. I mean, I'm probably not going to buy it because, you know, PS4 gang, PlayStation gang. But, um, I mean, if I had the money, I would still cop uh, Xbox One because I'm not going to lie. They do got games. I, we, we be hating sometimes, but they, they got some exclusives that be looking clean. Um, price point, I didn't get. But they promised a whole bunch of stuff that they did with the one. And I don't know if you remember what happened with the one when that shit first came out. But they promised a whole bunch of stuff like they did at E3. And that shit flopped until they like that, that is optimized true. it. <laughs> that or is I mean like it didn't flop. But like they were definitely capping about the majority of what they were talking about until yeah, they fixed it later that, on in the console's lifespan. That, that was so, a big. That was. I remember that being like a big thing, like when it came out, because I think it was just the price point and the fact that Connect was always on, and they're like, "Oh, you always gotta be connected to your net." Which I find it funny that people were so mad about that, and now PlayStation does that, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." It's like, 
you know Microsoft did that first and now y'all just okay but anyway they um, like I said it's a it's might as well just be called the Xbox Scarlet I'm cool with that I like it yeah I think it works as a name I mean fuck it it's, it's all I know is it better be red the original oh, yeah. console better be red oh, if yeah, it's called the Xbox Scarlet and the console is white I'm gonna be mad. It, it better it, be like a dark red, like a crispy it should definitely burgundy color. Definitely have a picture of Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Or okay, relax. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Hey, at least give her a theme. It's her. It's not technically hers, but it's kind of her name. You know. What's your problem? Hey, man. People want it. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I want a game console. Yeah, yeah, if I yeah, want a Scarlett Johansson with a free Scarlett Johansson theme, what's wrong with that? They want install. You're strange. Hey, man. <laughs> Anyways, they uh, they also hey, talk about Halo 5. Um, that's cool. Uh, Halo Infinite. Everyone's really excited about that. That's, kinda... a good, that's a good game to release with. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, that, they, that's they, a good release game. If they start with that, that would be a nice way to kick it they, off. They, they, do need, they do need another release game. They either need one big-ass release game or, like, two, like, decently, decently-sized games. I think, to... they could, I think they could do two. I think two is reasonable. Like, is there if Halo's already done and then they had another game, that'd be fair. But I like, mean, unless they drop another nuke on us or whatever, what's another Xbox exclusive or whatever? Or not even exclusive, just not like even exclusive. Powerful. Man, they could be like, "Hey, yo, niggas, God of War five release." Oh, what's God up? Of War, they what's up? Them. So they just take it from Sony. Exactly. It's not Sony's thing anymore. Hey, like, yeah, we own that shit now, bitch. Hey, crossplay. We here. <laughs> <laughs> we wow. Here. But it, the it, it's one of those things where like the Halo Five is coming. That's a good way to start. And then uh, the other big thing that had Microsoft conference. The only other interesting, the only thing that actually made me wake up during that fucking conference was Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It is coming out April sixteenth, twenty twenty, which is very interesting because that is a lot of games coming out in the spring. If anybody who watched E three knows, there's a lot of games coming around around March. Of next year and September of this year. We'll get some of those games later. But the big thing about Cyberpunk was we finally saw the fucking game. <laughs> we finally saw a little bit of it in action. We got a little hint of the story. And then of all fucking things to happen, Keanu Reeves. My nigga Jesus. That man walked into the game. Like, what? That man Keanu Reeves. I I, I don't I couldn't even describe. I remember I was watching this and I'm sitting there and I'm like the, the trailer ends. You see this, like you see, you hear like a voice, like wake up, and I'm like, yo, is that fucking Keanu Reeves? Okay, <laughs> like, like so, instant Keanu Reeves recognition. That nigga walked out on stage, and I was like, bro, what is happening? <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna keep it real. I forgot that nigga name. So, <laughs> I, so, so, so yes. So basically, <laughs> that nigga walked out on stage, and I was just like, nigga, is that John Wick? And then he said Keanu Reeves. I was like, that's. That's I was his like, name. that's his real name. That's yes. His name. <laughs> yes. I was just like, I was like, yo, nigga, I'm like a John Wick. Yeah, like, it's so random, too. It was like, one of the things that a lot of people were talking about this when he showed up, it was cool, you know, that you had, like, an actual, like, A-list actor just in your game and showing up on your stage floor. But, like people noticed, E3 just has a bad habit of making any and everybody awkward. Because he even looked awkward up there. As cool as he is as a person, Keanu Reeves is an amazing actor. He's a really cool guy, at least from what we see from him. And it's like, he was awkward. He didn't know what to say. He was kind of just like, yeah, like, you know, you're breathtaking. Like, all those those little little weird, quirky moments with the crowd. And that was really funny. But it's still just random, yo. It was like, yo, like, is he, like, in the game, in the game? Is he just, like, a DLC? Does he... Has he been, like, working on this behind the scenes and we didn't know? Like, I'm really curious to know 
what role he's going to play into the game. Like, I want to see how, you know, if he's an important character or if he's just, like, a little, like, DLC thing. What do you think? I think he could be a DLC thing, though. I don't, think this, I don't think he's DLC. I think this nigga's in the game. I in. think <laughs> I think there's going to be a section of the game where you're just going to have to tag along with him or something. And he's just going to... I feel like they would not do this for any reason other than to make him a major role or a major part in this game. So... That... Like I said, I can That's see it, I but think. I know how they are, though. I know how people are. When I it comes mean, I to guess. That, they could be like, yo, yeah, he's in the game, but he's DLC, so he, you got to pay, like, I, I really, do, I really do like the release window for this game. April? Yeah. That, it's, it's like, it's first half of 2020. And it, it's interesting, too, because usually, the, it's weird how gaming works. I feel like gaming season's always been in a weird, gaming's in a weird state, though. I feel like, usually in the spring-ish, it's like weird, it's like summer and, like, Winter, there's not game. There's no games. Usually games come out spring and fall. Ho- fall obviously for like holiday reasons. And spring, it's like sometimes we get like some decent games, some hit and miss. But like it's nice to see this coming out in the spring. That gives me something to play in the spring aside from the other games up here that we're definitely gonna be talking about. But that that window is just just right for me. So moving on from that they had their project x cloud thing which i am limited on my knowledge of do you know more about it uh only what i put down uh the important things to know about x cloud is it's free so it's gonna come as an update like a free update for microsoft users so if you have an xbox one you don't have to buy shit for it it's just a free update sad part is you do have to buy shit for it um (laughs) So basically, you can stream games remotely from an iPhone or an Android handheld. I'm not too sure if that was like a hint at something in the future. If that was like a, I don't know if they're working on like a handheld. I really hope not because I feel yeah, like yeah, handhelds are kind of. They're, I mean, it's not a, it's not extent. a thing of the past, but I mean, like at this point, but I mean, a Switch is technically a handheld and it it's is. technically a console at the same time. Yeah. So honestly, I don't really know. Um. They didn't give us a price point, and I just have kind of a bad feeling about streaming games remotely from your console. Yeah, that's, a, that's like a thing, too. That's, I feel like, unless they, like, I don't know how they're going to do this, quite honestly. I just feel like something either is going to go wrong, or this shit is just going to be so laggy. Yeah, or, like, that's one of the things, too, is, like, when you have that whole streaming thing, because that's, that's one thing that we're going to talk about a little bit, little bit more later in the episode, but, um... This, we're getting to that streaming era where the, the whole console streaming thing is really starting to blow up. And it seems like it's going to be that situation of how does this work for the person that doesn't have the best connection? Like, yeah, someone living in a city or living in an area where there's really good internet speeds. They have whatever speed up and whatever speed down. They get, like, however many megabits per second. Like, they'll have the, they'll have the, the power, the process to run it. But then someone who's in a more, like, rural area, like, do they really... Is it something that they're really going to want? Because they're going to look at it like, hey, look, I can't stream these games. The game is either super laggy or the input delay is going to be really bad. And I just don't see how this whole streaming games thing is going to work. I mean, I get that we're going to go into the digital era. I think that's one thing that's starting to become more relevant is digital gaming versus like physical. Because a lot of people who are in the generation under um, myself and Denzel's generation don't go to buy physical games anymore they prefer to just download their games which makes sense i mean you just keep it on one console but streaming games is a whole nother thing that i'm 
really curious to know how it's going to work moving forward. Moving on from that, they also showed Fantasy, Fantasy Star Online 2. Let's go! Zell's hype. I don't know shit about Fantasy Star Online. Coming to the West. I don't know that much about it, but boy, did that shit look clean. Boy. Yeah, it did look nice. It did that look nice. I just, look clean. I'm just like, I've heard the first. I heard about the first one, but I've never ever played it in hey, my life. It's coming to PS4. That's all we need to know. Yeah, yeah. So definitely a cop for the PS4. And then, oh, one thing that we almost skipped over was uh, Gears, Gears of War Five. That that that's a thing. And. Uh, I never played Gears. Zell's played Gears. Uh, I used to be an Xbox 360 person, and Gears will forever hold a special place in my heart. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. That shit is amazing. Um, Gears 5, very exciting announcement. Um, if I, Like I said, if I can get my hands on an Xbox, I'm definitely copying this no matter what. Or the Gears collection. Or whatever cash grab they throw at us with all the Gears games on one <laughs> disc. But... I'm hyped. I'm hyped for Gears Five. The new escape mode looks so good. Yeah, um, that did actually. Look yeah, really it, yeah. I'm happy that they're doing new game types because shooters need new game types, and we can't be stuck on Call of Duty forever because these niggas been fucking up for a while. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, next. Uh, <laughs> next was uh, they actually showed off a trailer for uh, the Dragon Ball Z, the Project Z game that we've known about for a little while. It's actually going to be called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> And Zell sleeping. Anyway, uh, I personally saw this. I am not that interested in this. I mean, I'm, I'm a Dragon Ball Z person, but as of late, I've been kind of going through like this little interesting phase with Dragon Ball where I'm like, this isn't really that good. I mean, everyone knows Dragon Ball story's never been something crazy, but even watching it now, it's like, bro, I'm really not entertained by this anymore. I, I think I'm... I think I'm about to say something blasphemous, but... Well, first of all, I never thought Dragon Ball was the best anime. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. It's a golden for a lot of people because it's the most nostalgic anime. But as far as quality anime concerned, if you want to watch a quality show, you watch Bleach. You watch Bleach with everybody, my boy Ichigo Kurosaki. Best MC ever. Second only... Nah, nah, hold on. I'll take that back. Maybe second best. Luffy is probably the best MC. But... I don't care about Dragon Ball Kakarot that much. It looked fine. Zell, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, or like you just heard. Um, I mean, at this point, I know the story. Or at least, I know most of it. Without the filler. I know what needs to happen. I know what happens. I know the important events. So, the fact that they are redoing this fucking game with this story is kind of ridiculous now I, I will say the open world did look kind of clean but that could just be a trap so i don't know if i'm gonna cop it when it comes out i might wait i can watch a playthrough yeah, yeah i might catch it on sale i'll catch it on sale i'm gonna be honest I'll probably, i mean, that's a, that's a I mean before release unless they like blow us away with some more gameplay or which, fucking something I which i highly doubt i don't see that, um right. yeah i don't think they're I, gonna i watched some of the gameplay for it i did check it out i saw some of the stuff it's cool there's a lot of like cool references to, like dragon yeah. ball itself but you know what though you know what would have been a better idea i just thought about this instead of making it about goku 
Instead of making it a Dragon Ball Z game, why wasn't it a Dragon Ball game? I think Dragon Ball would have worked better for this open world. Like the original Dragon Ball with like Kid Goku and all them. I think that would have worked better for this type of game that they're trying to make. Yeah. Because this, we know this story. But not a lot of people know the story of the original Dragon Ball. A lot of yeah. people grew up with Z, so that's all they know. But had they went back to the original Dragon Ball, and there's a lot of wacky, crazy stuff that happens in the original Dragon Ball that they could have used to make this RPG game a lot more fun. <laughs> You could have the power pole Goku. You could have had Bulma on your team. You could have Yamcha, like back when Yamcha wasn't trash. Like it could have been a lot more fun. Now I'm really thinking about it. It's kind of a missed opportunity that they didn't just use Kid Goku or make it based off Dragon Ball. Like there's not a lot of Dragon Ball related games. You know what would have really been clean what? if you like started out as Kid Goku and you like grew up and did and it, and it, it got just to? like trans it like transitions into like Z. Oh yeah, that'd be fire. And then like yeah, and then what? and then you go through like the yeah, Frieza. Okay, okay, that would have made a little yeah, bit better. Yeah. Going from like Raditz to to Frieza again is yeah, bro. If like, I see Raditz again, bro, I might just that nigga died. Time. Like just let let it be over. We bro, get it. I see Krillin blow up again. Bro. Swear, I, I, there's like there's got to be like ten different audio clips. Like I I know the voice actors have to be tired of recording these fucking lines, <laughs> bro. Like. They have to be tired. They have to be tired. There's no way that Sean Schimmel and Christopher Savage want to keep... They've read these lines at least 100 times. As many dubs as there's been, as many games have come out, they've read those those dramatic moments so many times. It doesn't. Even, it's not even dramatic anymore. Goku going Super Saiyan is not a big deal. Guess what? He goes Super Saiyan, bitch. And he beats Frieza. Big shot. Oh, what? Frieza's not dead. Trunks comes and kills him later. What's the big deal? Like, I don't care about this game. Like I said, they made maybe a Dragon Ball. If it was a Dragon Ball game, but it was still open world and RPG-like. Well, that's another thing, too. It's RPG. It's action RPG, which is very interesting. They've, Dragon Ball's dabbled in RPGs before, and they work. But, like I said, I think this would have been a better Dragon Ball game versus a Dragon Ball Z game. But I know, I know, Dragon Ball Z is the more iconic one. But give the Dragon Ball some love. You know what I'm saying? Like, help them out. And uh, pretty much, that was it for Microsoft. That really mattered. I mean, there was Ori in the Blind Force or the Ori in the Blind Force sequel game. I feel like we've been hearing about this Ori game. Well, I mean, we've been new about Ori. But I feel like we've been hearing about this sequel for far too long. Have, I don't know. I think it has shown up at a, a lot of E3s, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if it got delayed or something, but uh, I mean, I'm still hyped for it. Regardless, uh, it looks clean, looks like my kind of game. Nice platforming, which is my worst enemy, but that's fine because that's what makes games hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm still hyped for it. I'm still copying it. Probably yeah. not on release, but I'm still copying it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, like I said, it's just um, I. I feel like we've just been seeing that game for a while now. Yeah. And it's like, is it going to come out? Or are we doing anything with this game? And what's interesting, too, is moving on from that, it's like, they. I know like the Switch has been partnered with Microsoft lately. And I think the original Ori is being released on the Switch soon. So there's a good chance I hope that that sequel game will come to the Switch as well. And if it comes out and it's nice, I might get it. I'm really not a big platformer guy, but I'm down to try new shit. If, especially if it's cheap. So, yeah. Uh, moving on to... We have some Google Stadia. Stadia. Stadia talk. Uh, so, pretty much the thing that Google Stadia said or we got from them is November 2019. Which is crazy. We met, As we mentioned earlier, we, we're still... I'm in a really weird camp for streaming games. What do you think? Uh, I would say it looked clean. Other than the fact that... I'm still nervous about streaming. Uh, we heard about this a little earlier 
I heard about this before, like yeah, before yeah. this E3. Yeah, yeah. So the release window kind of works for it. Uh, holiday 2019. Um, I'm kind of scared for it just because that's kind of soon. Uh, this is going to be one of the pioneers for streaming games, which might help it in sales, but it also might be uh, it's Achilles' heels just because they're the first. So they yeah. might fuck this up really bad. <laughs> yeah, like might- and then other companies might be like, oh, well, these niggas fucked up. By doing this, this, and this, we not going to do that. But on this side, but on this side, we, we got think. it. <laughs> we, <laughs> like, we got it. Yeah, Microsoft really about to hit these niggas with so. Dope. Pretty much, we got the Netflix of gaming. Uh, it's said to be ten dollars a month, which that's fair as long as we're getting games that are like you know worth it. No, <laughs> that's something that they didn't mention. The I don't know if you watched the Google Stadia presentation. I did, but not. it is a bunch of games that are relatively old. Oh fuck! Like I'm talking <laughs> like yeah, like like that nobody. Oh god! Well, not nobody. I'm not gonna say nobody because I mean like there are some like classics on there. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean like they are older games, and like they're not completely up to date. Oh, so damn. I mean. I don't know how you want to take that, but I mean, like, I mean, I saw a few bangers. I can't name them off the top of my head. I wish I wrote them down, but yeah, there's a few depending on what kind of games you like, but I mean, eh. Yeah, that, eh. I don't know, because that, for me, it's like, like I said, I'm really not a fan. It's just because, like I said, I get what they're trying to do, you know, makes sense, but at the same time, you got to look at the, the common, like... We're educated, you know what I'm saying? We understand how gaming works and how platforms work. But then you got to look at the commoner who doesn't, like the people who don't keep up with the stuff. And they just hear about, oh, I can, I can get games on my, oh, I can just stream games to my thing for $10 a month. And they don't really understand that they need a certain type of PC for it or how, what it's going to require. And then they may get it and not work out for them in their are I mean, they did say that your internet doesn't have to be amazing for this to like work okay. decently. Like I wrote it and it's... 35 megabits per second for full 4K mm. HDR in 60 frames. But, mm. hey, don't quote me on that. 35 is kind all of weak. Of, hey, look, it's all standard, of that, but it's weak. All of that is in air quotes, okay? Look, 35 is weak, but most people have at minimum 35. Yeah, yeah, The so only problem is, minimum, like I said, bro, they're, gonna get they're, 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 the fire, they're the pioneers. Exactly. They're promising things. That I I mean they might come through honestly this is Google we're talking about so yeah. they might come through but they are the pioneers so they might capital might all the letters capital might fuck this up all might pretty all might nigga <laughs> fucking oh my god they might fuck it up but you know we Silicon have faith in Google Valley smash nigga <laughs> they might fuck it up but they might have it we'll see how that goes um. The other thing that we didn't write down on here was the Ubisoft conference. Boring as shit. Don't really care. There's a dog on stage. That was like the coolest part. And the only other good thing to come out of that was Watch Dogs Legion. Watch Dogs Legion looks fucking fire. Hey, look. Fire? I'm trying to to play that old lady. Bruh, right? Uh, Bro, that shit was so crazy. Like, had hands. No <laughs> Bro, she was taking niggas out. So, to, to give like a rundown. So, the new Watch Dogs game is set in London. It's like a London-based game, which is cool. Don't really mind that. Kind of sucks that we don't get my boy Marcus again, but it's whatever. But, the whole premise of the game is that you can recruit anybody. Anybody? Anybody. So, the way this presentation showed us was that or what it showed us, what I meant to say, was that um, 
you look pretty much can look at people's profile and look at the type of skill set they bring to the table you can recruit them to your team but with that being said there is permadeath in this game now so if your character dies that character is gone you can't use them anymore their part of the story is done so it's one of those things where like it's really it really suck if you especially if there's like upgrades it's gonna suck if you like upgrade this character and then they die they didn't really go over stuff like that i assume there are gonna be upgrades but i wonder if they're gonna be just general and not character specific because i'd be pretty upset if there's like say i get my because i think the types you need are like you need like a, a you need like a a, a fighter you need like a, a somewhat of an assassin type character and you need like a um a like brawler like brawler like straight just fist fighter type person and it sucked if like you have to upgrade each character individually that's something they didn't go over but i don't i don't think so i don't think they'd be they would do something like that because then like i said when the character dies they lost all those upgrades and then you gotta start from scratch and that shit would be annoying did you see the Watch Dogs Legion trailers though? I did watch. That's all I know about that old lady. That whole yeah. had hands. Did you enjoy no cap. what you saw? Man, I'm trying to have the strongest army of hoes ever seen. Okay, I'm about to fucking recruit strippers. Bro. Straight strippers. Bro, I am recruiting every black person. And we will be the Wakandian War Dogs. They better not let me name my own squad. That's definitely what I'm going to name. They're going to be called the Wakandian War Dogs. And we, uh, we taking over London. You know what I'm saying? Fight for the people. You know, Wakanda forever. All that goodness. But other than that... Ubisoft's conference was a sleeper. I was asleep the entire time. So that shit was just boring. Like I mean they showed us they showed us like some like some mobile game that's coming out that has Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell in it, which I'm like, yo, y'all are y'all are some assholes, bro. Y'all really just disrespected the hell out of Sam Fisher and everyone who fucks with him because there hasn't been a Splinter Cell game forever. And they showed this man and he's like, Oh yeah, here he is in this thing this wacky spinoff game hope you guys enjoy so yeah that was about it honestly like i didn't really see anything that came out of that that had me like oh shit aside from watchdogs pc conference was trash i fell asleep during it. i'm not even gonna talk about that shit. shit was a waste of time like i watched that just to fall asleep moving on to the only other really big contender here and I say big with massive quotes. Nintendo! Yay! <laughs> Nintendo! They had a funny little... Well, funny it is relative to the person. But nice little joke with uh, the new North American president, Doug Bowser, coming out and meeting with the real Bowser to tell him that he is the wrong Bowser for the job and that, he is, that Doug is the right Bowser. So, they started off with... Was it the Dragon Quest character reveal? I think that's what they opened with. Man, I don't know what the fuck, but since we talking about Smash, I got what I wanted. Not only did I get what I wanted, which was the Dragon Quest hero, motherfucker, I got four of them. I don't give a fuck about anything. And Erdrick is one of them, right? Erdrick is one of them. And you know what? They all look clean, even though they're all just skins, and I'm never touching another Smash character again. I feel even it. though Banjo looks clean. That's that's cool. Banjo! I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was confused as hell on the puzzle piece because it's been a minute since yeah, I've even yeah. seen Banjo and Kazooie. But man, when I saw that silhouette, boy, what, what's Nintendo funny, can do whatever the fuck they want. What, what's funny about that, too, is like in that reveal, for well, for the Dragon Quest character, I really didn't care about that that much. It was cool because, you know, new characters are smashing. Sweet. I know a lot of people were super hyped. 
to get a Dragon Quest representative, which we knew was coming though. I, the reason I don't think I was so hyped about it was because I knew it was coming because we had representation there was a with leak. no character. There was a leak. And yeah. There was a leak and too. There was a leak too. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, we we already have Rathalos and like a Dragon Quest themed stage. It's kind of weird that we don't have a Dragon Quest representative. That was probably going to be one of the DLC. So of course. that's why it wasn't the biggest surprise to me. But Banjo, oh my God. Like, I was like, yo, what can't they do? And I didn't catch the puzzle piece thing either. Like, I didn't, I was watching it and I'm just like, I, I saw the puzzle piece, but it happened so quick that it just went over my head. And then I saw the silhouette. I'm like, it didn't go over my head when I saw the puzzle piece. I was like, God, where the fuck have I seen that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that shit had me just like, yo, like I, I, I believe, I believe in. This, see, this is the part of the show that Nintendo had. They yeah. they had honestly, it going on for a lot of the show. Like honestly, like between the Smash reveals. And then let's talk about the release windows. First of all, we're getting both these niggas this year, which is man, crazy. I don't care about anything I anymore. I did not think we get both. I didn't think because we're getting the Dragon's Gate during the summer. They really right? snapped. Okay, so the hero drops in summer, which so is which is probably like next month, quite yeah, honestly, August. Next month or August, which I think August would be not that great, just because Banjo is coming fall, and I'm assuming that's like. November. Uh, that wouldn't be too bad because I think because isn't the Dragon Quest uh, Switch port coming in September? In September, so they probably would have him drop before that comes out. Mm, yes, and then Banjo will come some because I think because summer is kind of a weird stretch. For summer him. is a weird stretch because like you kind of have like some people say summer starts in May, some people says it ends in summer, September. The, so. the first day of summer technically is June twenty first. Okay, every year doesn't matter. Okay, but so who knows? But it is exciting to see a character that a lot of people wanted, except for me. I'm okay without Banjo. Dragon's character looks cool. He's another sword fighter, so I'm not too excited. You sleep. All I want is the realest man what to you ever say here grace our friendship. To ever grace oh, the I Nintendo console, it mind. is my boy, beautiful Joe. He's not making it in the he game. He needs to be in the game. You know what? I'll even take a second. I'll take Travis touchdown. You know, I, I think he Travis has a be better cool. He has a better. I think he does too, because at least his games are still kind of relevant. He just had the new Travis Strikes Again game. Like he's a bit more relevant, so he's more like yeah. I would take him too, but if it, it's either beautiful Joe or Travis touchdown, on that I don't care. Speaking of Travis touchdown, no more Heroes Three. I am actually pretty excited for that because, first of all, that trailer was confusing. I didn't know that was Travis at the beginning because I, I didn't recognize his voice. I didn't recognize his appearance until, you know, he got into this little, I guess, Power Ranger mech suit. My boy fucking Dynamaxed, <laughs> put okay. his suit on and flew into the air like a Gundam and did his thing. But, um, yeah, like, that was cool to see that. So, we already knew No More Heroes 3 was coming. Um, there was a little teaser for it at the end of the Travis Strikes Again spinoff. So it's good to finally see that it's here. It looks pretty clean. I hope that art style that we saw for the trailer is like a little bit more polished and used for the actual game. Because I like it. It looks like a self-shaded kind of thing. But still looks modern. It's like an HD self-shading. And Suda51 is was, you know, tweeting about being on the lookout for stuff at E3 like long before the press conference even happened. So that was cool. But yeah, that was really dope. Uh, no More Heroes 3. Can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, moving on from that, we had Luigi's Mansion 3, something that I am really excited about. I'm really excited. I, I'm actually really looking forward to this because I haven't played Luigi's Mansion since the first one. 
really enjoyed the first one. Second one, I've seen it in action. It looks fun, but I don't have any plans on getting it. But Luigi's Mansion 3, good. They showed off some new stuff. They showed some co-op. You know, Scare Scramper or Scaper or whatever. I just completely blanked on the name of the thing. It's multiplayer. It's online. Eight people. It's a shame that this game does online better than Mario Party. But, uh, yeah. What do you think of Luigi's Mansion? I mean, it looked clean. Haven't played it since, like, GameCube. I'm still with it when I, whenever I get a Switch. Yeah, you do need to get a Switch. Yeah, right? hey, you look, really whatever. Hey, it's fine. It's fine. Because, <laughs> yeah. look, we got exclusives, but... Uh, I'll 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 do it this holiday season. How about that? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll snap because it's really worth it though. It you, is you really worth fun, it. You have some fun games yeah, there coming. Right. Out. Like right and, now, uh, <clears throat> like um, uh, I need a switch for Animal Crossing. <laughs> this man said Animal Crossing. Oh <laughs> my god! I will cop that shit first. I'm not even gonna lie. I can't I can't hold you, bro. I saw Animal Crossing and I was like, oh fuck. This, this I just game. want the internet to know that this man, Amateur Maxi, was sleep on Animal Crossing. I was, and, and then I saw that trailer. If anybody would like to show this nigga the fade, I will gladly give this nigga the fade for y'all. <laughs> but like, that bit look clean. I, I saw that, and I'm like, bro, this game looks Too like powerful. it's about to hit every single one of my Harvest Moon buttons in one shot. Because not only do you have to gather materials and craft and build the shit, game, like you there never is no ending. Like you have to build your whole island. You can build the entire island up. The town just gets bigger. You can you can pick where people live and carve out paths and have beaches and bonfires and shit. So I've never. I needed this. I needed this. Like I have not had. There's not been a good Harvest Moon game in years since like 2013. And then on top of that, Stardew Valley was a good hold, placeholder, but it's like I needed something else. I played Animal Crossing New Leaf. I got it way too late, though. I got it, like, that game came out, like, 20, I think, was it 2013? I didn't get to, like, 20, like, 15 or, se- or 16. I got it way too late to be trying to play Animal Crossing when nobody's playing it anymore. But this, this is just perfect. This is exactly what I needed. I saw this shit, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, this is about to hit all my addiction receptors. You get to build your own character for finally, after all this time, Animal Crossing is allowing you to make, really make your own villager from scratch. I can make the skin tone of my villager. I can be a black villager. Straight, I'm making a straight hood. Oh, I yeah. I don't care. Oh, yeah. All of them are black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. We're, we're, we're having everybody my, pull up. My only thing about it is it got delayed. So yeah. That, it was supposed to come out holiday season, I believe. Uh, that, that, that's kind of sad. It got pushed to March 2020. But Which honestly, harm after, me. after I saw that gameplay... I think I can live with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can live with I it. I can understand it. It's cool, too. That's like a deserted island. I like the little trailer they had for it. It's like, you start on a deserted island. And, of course, Nook, that scheming bastard, that man gave you a bill of almost 50 racks. That man said, oh, yeah, here's your travel fare, your tent, your Nook phone. Now, now you know we're in the new generation. We know you... You know we're in a new era when we got eye, when we got phones. Mm-hmm. We have phones mm-hmm. in Animal Crossing, people. We can call up people. We have achievements in the game, which is really cool. So you have like your your phone has like your your crafting and your achievement log thing. So that's really dope. I think that's gonna make it, things interesting, especially when you like go online with friends, and have people come visit your town and stuff like that. And I wonder, since people can visit your town, do they play like super active roles? I know in past Animal Crossing games, the town thing. The, the online town thing with your friends was kind of like a um, was kind of like a uh, 
they could interact in your town, but they couldn't really make any permanent changes mm-hmm. or permanently live there. It's kind of like a, I know in Animal Crossing New Leaf, it was like a dream sequence. So you can go visit the town in their dreams, but you really couldn't do anything. You could just walk around their stuff and see their stuff, not really like engage with it and like change it. So if there's a way, like we have like a co-op island where you and a friend or you and a group of people build this island up and like do other and do more. That'd be dope. And also I saw that, um, the villagers in this game actually help you this time. I, it, for those of you who haven't played Animal Crossing before, at least in New Leaf, you had like these things called like town projects and stuff like that, and you pretty much set up a donation and everyone donates to it. And uh, nice GoFundMe, nice GoFundMe, and no one did it but you. So pretty much all the the only way a project got done was if you yourself actually saved up the bells to get it done. So it looks like it showed off that there's multiple. There's multiple interactions with like the villagers. The people that move in actually do help. They have, they go around planting and and making bells. That way they can help out with projects. So that's gonna be dope. Really excited to see Animal Crossing. Like I said, I needed this. Like I am, I'm a huge life sim person. I love like 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 Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, Sims. Like I love shit like that. And this is just HD on the Switch. I can lay down in my bed and play Animal Crossing all night. That that's crazy. Like I'm really 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 stoked to see that shit now they also showed us some dragon quest 11 a game that i've yet to buy now, that's my shit nigga. zell's favorite oh, game. man talk to the people Zell. oh rpg jrpg of the century okay. you know what it is multiple years of dragon questing and we finally get 11 and then they hit us with s the definitive edition on the Switch? Wait, I have it on my PS4 and I'm still about to cop this shit. Yeah. It looks so clean. They added so much more new stuff from the original DQ11. Now, if those of you who haven't played DQ11, you really should. And it is on the PS4. And I'm not too sure about Xbox. But if you've never played a Dragon Quest game, I highly advise you to pick it up. Um the price has dropped since release because it has been a while so highly recommended it is a very good entry-level Dragon Quest game even if you never picked it up it does hold your hand but probably for like five minutes to an hour of the game <laughs> that's good quite though. honestly it gets so hard in yeah, the game, yeah you've been telling me uh, the game it. only gets deeper so if you like RPGs and you like games that you could put lots of hours into I'm gonna tell you right now off rip I wish I could send y'all a screenshot, but I have like a hundred hours in the Dragon Quest. <laughs> I have a hundred. I have not put a hundred hours into a game since Pokemon, and that was like OG Pokemon, like Gen Three, Gen Four Pokemon, when I still had shit to do in the post game. But we gonna get to those motherfuckers later. Oh yeah, we gonna let that Insert happen. Pokemon rant coming at the end of the podcast. You know what it is. But right now we transitioning in the Breath of the Wild too. Swear that shit was to so God. Clean. What? Oh man! What, bro? Man. I saw that. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? Is this a DLC pack? Breath of the Wild sequel? Man. Sequel? Man, that nigga Ganon said, I, I am inevitable. That man, that man, that, that man came back. That man said, I'm inevitable. That man came back and was like, you really thought you slayed me? You thought that was enough? You, you know how many games I am in of yours? That man said, I am inevitable. What? I am your worst nightmare. That was in every game that you're in. That was crazy because Whoa. I did not expect that. Like, I mean, I figured a few months ago there was like this 
there was like this company that's working on the Breath of the Wild sequel, and they 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 tweeted about you know recruiting more people. So we knew that they were doing something. Their new Zelda game was coming, but we didn't know if it was going to be a direct sequel, if it was going to be like kind of like a Majora's Mask situation for Breath of the Wild. But it is confirmed to be a sequel. Breath of the Wild 2, I guess, at least until they give us a real name for it. But, my God, that shit looks crazy. I don't know about you, I actually heard a few days ago that it's actually supposed to be darker than Majora's Mask, which is a big deal because Majora's Mask is known as like just the creepiest Zelda game. But it's darker than Majora's Mask. And that Ganondorf model, yo, that shit actually made me go, what the? Like, the first time I saw the trailer, I couldn't tell what was happening, but on the rewatch, when I looked at the body of, like, the like his corpse and, like, his eyes lit up, I'm like, yo, is that, is that my nigga, is, is that, that Ganondorf? What the, f that nigga look fucking terrifying. That man looks fucking terrifying. I saw that shit, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, it's on. It's on. I I'm definitely about to, I, I can't wait to whoop this nigga. <laughs> I can't wait, because... It looks like Zelda has a new design. She, she her hair is short. She cut her hair, so probably some time has passed. I'm curious to know how much time has passed though since the end of Breath of the Wild. I want to say maybe like a couple years, like three or four years. And what I think it's gonna be about, based on what we saw, is that the ending of Breath of the Wild is kind of weird. So when you beat the game, you know you have like that moment. If you got all the memories, you know Zelda's like, yeah, you, you know, thank you and all that shit. But one of the things that's brought up in Breath of the Wild that is interesting and why I think the plot of this game is going to be about is that Ganon turned himself into a form of malice. And we don't know how he did that because Calamity Ganon doesn't have a physical... Like he has a physical monstrous form, but it's not the traditional Ganon that we see. So we learn that he turned himself into a, a malicious force, which is why he was able to take over all the Guardians and destroy all of Hyrule Town, which I don't get why he didn't destroy the entire world, but whatever. I mean, Zelda did hold him back a little bit, but this should, if he had the opportunity, why not take over the whole Hyrule? But it's whatever. Um, so this is probably going to be the backstory of how he did it. I think with, I think this game is going to be more story-driven, too, because I think the last game really, its story was there, but it was very open-ended. It didn't really focus on it unless you yourself went to go look for the story. So... Seeing that Ganon might, this might be the backstory of how Ganondorf became the the Ganondorf that we, the Calamity Ganon is interesting. It looks like he probably sacrificed his body to like some deity and then in the trailer we saw like Link's hand glowing and like him trying to like struggling to hold on to it which makes me, which a lot of people think, made a lot of people think Link's going to lose his arm in this game. It's kind of like a twist of, or dark story twist that he's going to lose his, his arm in like trying to stop Ganon, but I it, see that and he gets some like mechanical arm, like mechanical or like a, like a, whole, a yeah, a whole, a whole new mechanic. Yeah, like he some has like shit. a like a grappling hook arm. <laughs> I was just about to yeah, say like, that. Yo, that I, man pulls it doesn't a, even sound far fetched. That man honest. pulls a Sekiro and now he's like his arms are fucking grappling hook. It and doesn't. He, like, it pulls. doesn't even sound far fetched, honestly. It, it's crazy too because it's like like I said, it's like this. I think this is gonna be the more story driven side of Breath of the Wild, which a, a lot of people said was lacking. So to see that they're working on something like this, and they've probably been working on this for like a year, a couple of years now, since they're you know ready to, since they're calling it a sequel, you know, it's not a DLC pack, it's not like a like an expansion. It's like no, no, this is a direct sequel. This is a whole another sixty dollars y'all boys about to cough up for this bitch. So I'll pay eighty for it. Fuck I swear. It. And uh, I wonder, I wonder. One thing I'm curious about too. Um, do you think they're gonna have it tie like be tied to your file of original Breath of the Wild? No. Oh, you think they're gonna make you start all the way over? 
I mean, if this is a sequel and we're talking about a new game, then yeah. I mean, it might pick up where Breath of the Wild left off. Yeah, yeah I feel like story-wise, but I wonder, but, are they going to do like that whole thing? Because you know some games, if you get like, some games, there's like a two-parter, they have a sequel game. Like, uh, the, the best example I can think of right now off the top of my head is Xenoverse 2. If you had Xenoverse 1 data on your PS4, your character, you got like a bunch of bonus items and shit like that. Like, I wonder if they will look at it like, oh, if you already have Breath of the Wild original complete on your Switch data... Then if you get Breath of the Wild 2, they'll give you like some bonus items or something like that for buying the sequel. I don't know if they do that. I mean, now that you say that and now hearing that Xenoverse did that, I feel like a lot more games should be doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't like know I don't sequels. know the manpower or what that takes to, you know, do that, that. That's the thing. I never so, understood how I mean, that worked, but they make it work. Yeah. I think it would be cool if like say like say say if you have a complete file, like only if your file's beaten. Like if you have like a because when you beat the file of Breath of the Wild, they have like a little star next to your to your um next time you load up the game. It'd be cool if you see like I don't know, like just maybe like you get like a bonus like like tunic or something, like start with like an upgraded tunic or like this is a little boss doesn't have to be something that it's unfair like don't give me don't give me the fucking master sword at the beginning of the game if you don't plan on doing that from the beginning which is another thing i'm curious about since it is a sequel and link got his master sword back at the end of the game is he gonna have it at the start, start with, with the, the master sword? sword that's one thing that i hope they do um and speaking and going into like mechanics of it one thing i think they do need to revamp is the durability of the weapons because i think everything breaks a little too easy from the original Breath of the Wild. I mean, honestly, I think that mechanic kind of kept you on your toes. It did, but as... I think they could have lasted a bit longer as far as, like, how long a weapon lasts. Because I feel like you, you'd you have a good weapon and then, like, one little skirmish with, like, some moblins later, you're, that weapon's already in critical condition. It's like, damn, I can't really use this. I don't really have it. I get why they did, you know, keep you on your toes, like you said, and have more weapon variety and make you try different weapons. But I say at least give me, like, a little bit, a little bit more time. Like at least give me two fights. I feel like I said I'll have one fight with a couple of just ra- random goons, and then my weapon's about to break, and I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. Oh my, <laughs> someone get him. Oh my god. But Breath of the Wild too, man. I'm excited. I when do you think we'll see this game? I say like 2021, late 20. Mm, I can't even say late 2020 because uh, 20, we're already halfway through 2019. So probably early. Not early, mid twenty twenty one, like a summer thing, and then yeah, because they, fall. yeah, because the only thing they said about it was it is now in development. That is true. They didn't so say, yeah, that yeah. means that they started this maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, probably. Like so six, seven months ago. maybe we might see it. Maybe see another trailer at next year's E three. Yeah, but I could definitely see this being, being a like a mid twenty twenty one game. It'd be nice. Yeah, I think so. Now I think about it. Because Breath of the Wild's development originally took longer just because they were making a Switch. And, and and honestly, by 2021, I feel like Nintendo is going to hit us with like a Switch spinoff or something. Yeah. I feel, I feel it coming. Like a Switch Mini. There, there have been more talks like about a, that recently. A Switch week. XL. Yeah, I feel like, like they're going to do... You know they're they're they did it with the DS. They're going to fucking hardware revision us. They, they, did, they did that shit into the ground with the DS. Yeah, because how, so, many, how many 3DSs are there? 3DS, nigga, 2DS, 3DS XL, DSi, DSi, DS Lite. There's, new, there's, a, there's the new 3DS XL. There's the new 3DS. There's just so many 3DSs. There's limited editions. There's all this bullshit. So, I don't know. 
I'm excited for it though. Like I said, I think maybe 2021. Like you said, next year we'll probably see it like an actual trailer, like a definitive. Like okay, here's what it's looked like. Here's the name because it might not be called Breath of the Wild Two. Might be called a whole different name. So we'll actually have the name, and then we'll actually see like the. Um, Hello, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was the thing. Oh, we yeah. That skipped out, over. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's coming out soon. I'm actually... I'm in the fence about that. I was looking at... It looked kind of cool at first. Now I'm just like, eh. I might get it. If it's cheaper than the normal game. If it's like 40, yeah, I'll, I'll copy Yeah, it. I'll wait for your ass to get yeah, it. If it's 60, I'm not yeah, if it's 60, I'm not doing it. If it's 40, fuck, I'll copy Get the fuck out of here. But I have a weird habit for beating those type of Zelda games. I've never... Yeah, I never Breath of the Wild is the first like mainline 3D Zelda game that I've ever beaten, but I've beaten like Phantom Hourglass, like Link Between Worlds. I'm a, I have a bad habit of beating like the smaller like games, so maybe I'll get that. Someone completely forgot to write down, but it's it's Link's Awakening. It's coming out. It's a remake of a game that came out like 20 years ago, so not a big deal. Moving on to the last portion, the big portion. Pokemon Sword and Shield. This man is upset. Anyway. Um, it's crazy how you're not upset. I, I'm not. So, to get context of what we're talking about here. Let's Masuda, talk about the positives first. Let's the positives, I think, one, well, we did get a little hint of a new trailer. We kind of got like a little teaser, I guess. I wouldn't call it a trailer because we did have the direct like like couple, like month, like couple weeks before the actual before E3, so we didn't need a whole new trailer, but we did get a peek at another gym leader, uh, Nessa. She's the water type gym leader, looking looking like second gym leader, third gym leader material to me. So it's kind of cool. We got a little peek at what her gym looks like. We got a layout. We saw a couple of new mons. Uh, like is it Yapper or Yapper or something like that? It's like Yapper. It's like it's an electric corgi dog mon. It looks really oh, cool. Oh, Yamper. Yamper. Like, what the fuck are you I had no. I knew we had a yeah, Y in go. it. It had okay, a key. So you know how this game is based in fucking. What is it, England? Like yeah, it's like like the UK. The UK. There we go. But um, the Queen has a corgi. I believe. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. Or like corgis originated in the UK. So seeing that there's a corgi Pokemon does not surprise me at all. The electric um, type, honestly, cool. that is cool because we need new electric types. We yeah, need yeah electric, a lot of electric types are really underrated type. typing. Um, quite honestly, I mean, I would like the design if its eyes weren't so weird. That's my I, only gripe with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah, eyes I did. That feels weird. I don't know that if you know weird. what I'm talking about off the top of your head, but if you go back and look at that thing and look at the eyes, it just ruins the whole thing. Oh, honestly. wow. But um, but I like it. And then we got the other one, which is Impidimp. Impidimp. Which, which is, is our first new typing. I think it's Fairy Dark. Yes, which yeah, is fucking busted. Which oh, is, my God. Which is really is. good. It looks like a first stage, but don't quote me on that because Komala looked like a first stage from last generation. And yeah. You saw what happened. Yeah. That nigga did not evolve. And it's but, weird because it, yeah. a lot of people say it's giving them Sableye vibes where it probably it is. won't evolve. It is. Which I, I I would be okay with, but I do, I would like to see, mm. see. a potential evolution for it. Just see yeah. what they would try. Just see how you upgrade an imp mon like that because Sableye is kind of an imp in itself. Yeah. To see where they would take that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, like, it could just have one evolution, to be honest. It doesn't need to have two stages. It just needs, like, one. Because it just looks too awkward. Like, even Yamper. Like, yeah. even, oh, though, yeah, that thing has even, evolved. even <laughs> though it looks like it does evolve, this is still Pokemon. So, I mean, it could just not evolve and be one of those moms that you see and you're just like, eh, it's cool. Uh, I'm not going to catch it. I'm not going to catch it, though. I'm definitely not catching this. Moving um, on yeah. to the bigger news behind this game. No, there's a lot of controversy. Hashtag bring back the national decks because apparently Masuda 
has stated that not all the Pokemon will be available in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Hashtag every Pokemon is someone's favorite Pokemon. That is true. My personal opinion, now let before I say my opinion on it, he has stated that the reason that they are not every Pokemon in the game is because they want to balance the game. One. Lazy. And they wanted higher quality animations. Lazy. Which, honestly, sounds like crap. Sounds like a lot of shit. And there it is. Sounds like a crock of shit to me. Because I personally, now my personal stance is I really don't mind that not every Pokemon's in the game. It's not that big of a deal to me because I don't use every Pokemon. But I do understand the people who wish every Pokemon was in the game. My problem with this is not the fact that they're not all in the game. It's Masuda's reasoning. If he just said, hey, look. There's too many Pokemon because we have been confirmed that there's over a thousand Pokemon now. Which someone said the last game ended at like 840 something. So that means it's like over 200 Mons added in this game. Which is good. Which is good. But it's like your reasoning doesn't make sense. Like I said, if you just said, hey, look, there's too many now. We can't keep this up. Fine. But the fact you said, oh, we're trying to balance the game. When have you ever cared about balancing? Lander Asterion has been a problem since it was introduced. You don't care about balancing this fucking game if Landorus is still in existence. If that's true, and we're not going to have all the mods in this game, I'm saying this right now. I better not see Landorus again till like Gen 12. Gen 12. I don't want to see this nigga ever again. Why? What the fuck is this? Gen this is 8, right? Yes. Okay. I'm not trying to see that nigga for the next four generations if they're trying to balance the game. What do you think? Because I personally, like I said, I don't care, but I get where people come from. You have on the opposite side of me with this. This is crazy because the fact that you're not mad <laughs> makes me more mad. <laughs> because Explain I, I, hope, I hope that they leave out Pokemon that you like so you really feel this if, shit. If too. they leave out Sentai, yes, I hope they, they do. I hope that there's not a fucking Trico in sight. Bro, like I, hope that, there is I not, think the starters are safe, though. No, 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 no one's safe. No, no one is. No one is. No safe. one is. You know what? Quite honestly, this is probably one of the most bullshit things Pokemon has ever pulled. And they have been pulling bullshit for like the past fucking like four generations. Like, since Gen 4, they have been pulling some shit. No, scratch that. Since Gen 5, because Gen 5 was Loki clean. Yeah, I'll say I'll Now, they should have. What they should have done was pulled what they did in Gen 5, which was. You can only catch the new Mons until you beat the game, and then all the other Mons. That would have been a better thing, which I hope they would do it. I hope they were doing or, it. Find out. Or it's not like that. if Masuda said that, hey, they're not going to be in the game on release, but over time, as DLC that too. or something, eventually all the Pokemon will be added. Look here. You are not about to tell me that a fucking Nintendo DS can handle 800 plus Pokemon and slightly better battle animations, quite honestly, because I know you saw that double kick animation because that shit is unacceptable. Oh, yeah, that's the same animation company. from like... No, from like, hell no. Score Bunny didn't like, even move. That's like the same what? animation from like... Uh, what? From what you call it, Oras, which is ridiculous. Yeah, what is this? Gen 6? What? And what have you been doing for the past, like, three years? What's crazy, too, is, like, they said that. That's what, that's what gets me mad. It's, like, it's one thing you just said we couldn't do it because of limitations, but you just said because of balancing in quality animation. What? And then you show us that. 
And then, y'all, and you already know, while not every Pokemon's gonna be in the game, you already know the original 151's gonna be in the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, can't forget Kanto. Yeah, because Kanto just can't oh, fucking die. Yo, my old ass needs this Dragon Knight on my team. Kanto wasn't that great of a region. It wasn't. I I know it's the OG. We talking, we talking about the games, or are we talking about just the mods in general? The mods and the games. They're not. Is Kanto's not that great, bro? Damn. We saw some other gen some love. There's Gen three. There's Gen four. Where like where's the love? I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I said, I get what he's saying, and like I say I'm not completely bothered by it. I just don't like the reasoning. It's like, bro, like there's really, there really isn't an excuse, honestly. But at least if he was like, like I said, if he had a better reasoning. Like we don't see, we're not seeing what you're talking about. That's the problem. If you were, if we were seeing like Score Bunny f- jump into the air and like actually drop kick and land on another Pokemon's head and kick them in the face for Dove Kick, then yeah, it's crazy that um, Pokemon Battle Revolution. People have shown those games yep. to have better animation, yep. like the death animations. The death animation. Yep. They showed an animation of Blaziken running up to a mine, actually kicking it twice for for one of its moves. But yet a Nintendo Switch, mind you, that was a Wii game. A Nintendo Switch can't handle real animations. Like, bro, you're just being fucking lazy, bro. This like, Shofu was right. It is 2019. There's no reason I should be running somewhere and someone just pops up out of nowhere. Like, the old world map. They're using the same running animation from Sun and Moon. Exactly. You can tell, like, that's the same, like, the weird same models awkward, from Sun and the Moon. The same awkward Everything. jog. They're using all that from Sun and Moon, bro. Shofu, Shofu was right. They're just lazy. We all know this. You know we're bitching. We're still gonna buy these fucking games, but like I'm not buying shit. They had that game. They had that little motion where like a character runs up to you, pivots, and then like talks to you, and then runs, pivots, and then runs away. It's like they're still running on like a X, on like a, on like a, like a simple like grid based surface. It's like dog, what are you doing? Why are we still? Why are they still acting like they're on a grid? This is a a fucking console. We're not on a 3DS anymore. Upgrade this shit. I don't like I said I don't understand what Master is talking about. I don't see these high quality animations. I don't fucking see it. I don't get it. I don't I just bro like I said not everyone not every Pokemon being a game doesn't completely bother me. Like I said, I'm I think like I said I don't really care about two Pokemon. One of my knows in the game, Flygon, I we saw him in the game and then Septile's another mon I care about. But like it's just from what it is, it's like I don't see it. And I get why people say hashtag bring back the national decks. Now what I think it's gonna happen is that Game Freak's gonna see this and they might actually figure out a way to DLC it. That's the only way they can save it, honestly. I would rather them delay the game. I don't think they can do that though. I look, I don't care what they can and can't do. I nah, would I think rather... I, I think because I think um for what for what I was from what I've seen, because I thought about that too. From what I've seen though, I think they're gearing they're gearing the anime to start the next region too. Like the anime I think oh, is like no ending. Way. So, like, you know how it is. Like, they, they have the game come out first, and then the anime follows it. I think the anime is already kind of gearing up towards them going to Galar. Yeah. Or, like, the re- the game, like, the story of Alola ending and them going to Galar. So, if they delay the game till next year, it could cause a little bit of a problem, which I really don't think is a big deal. I mean, me personally, I don't think it's a big deal. But I know the fandom won't like it. That's the problem. It's like, you're missing out. And this is, Nintendo doesn't have any other, um, any other, like, uh, what you call it? For um for the holiday, so like this kind of like your only yeah. holiday game, yeah. so they kind of need this to come out just to you know bolster sales a little bit. So that's that. I mean, like I said, I think it's a little crazy. I'm you know I'm not too surprised, but I just I, no, this I just I just don't get I just don't get Masuda's reasoning. I really don't get that. So final thoughts on that. 
Uh, bring back the national decks. Uh, every Pokemon should be in this game. Uh, every Pokemon is someone's favorite Pokemon. Uh, uh, like I said to this nigga, I hope that your favorite Pokemon are left out of this game. So you really feel this change. I really hope that every Mon that you care about is dusted, snapped away, just gone. So, so you will truly feel the pain of the rest of the world that cares about this game. Now, transition from the negative to some positive, maybe. Um, let's see. Because there were a lot of positives about this, even though they dropped the ball with this national decks. Because the wild area looks kind of clean, other than the fact that, you know, uh, it's not too desirable as far as, you know, the textures or, like, the wild Pokemon animations. I know you heard all the controversy about that Wingle not yeah. doing a goddamn thing but floating there instead of flying around like a fucking bird. Um, another positive. Credible leaks. So, the leak that we got before E3 is extremely credible. Well, not extremely. It is slightly more credible than... Than every... Pretty much every other leak. Um... What else were the leaks talking about? Okay, leak talk. Here we go. So, I don't know if you heard, but the leak that was posted, that I'm reading from right now, was posted on May 24th, 2019. You know what day E3 was, and you know what day today is. So here we go. The leak starts off with, your rival's name is Hop. Confirmed. That's one. Okay, we saw him in the E3 demo. How do you feel about his design? I think he's cool. Um, I like his... I like his more like he doesn't look he looks like a friendly rival but he doesn't look like too laid back he looks like he's yeah. actually gonna be like serious like I hope we do f unfortunately see that he picks a star as weak to you but that's become a trend now now there's two other people that yeah we still so don't know which about. is interesting because that's it's been a while since we've done like the group rival thing so I'm curious to see how they're gonna do that again hopefully they do better than what they do with X and Y because that whole friendship rivalry shit was bull like it, it was very boring and let's Hope Hop is a good start. Hope he has like an interesting character because he wants to be the um, the champion like his brother. So that would be good to see it. And then what else was there? Do you have like the rest of it? Uh, yeah, I have the rest of it. So Team Yell is the gang in the game who are well-meaning fans of Marnie who cause trouble. So by fans, I'm assuming because in this leak later in a few minutes, we're probably going to talk about how you need an endorsement. I'm going to just go to it right now. So, to become a part of the gym challenge, you will need an endorsement. Bede gets an endorsement from the chairman, Rose, and his secretary. Okay, so, I believe this, well, I mean, this is just speculation, of course, but an endorsement. You see how the gym battles are kind of like in a stadium. Like yeah, a yeah, soccer, they're, like, they're like televised. Yeah, too. they're like televised type shit. So, I think that's kind of cool. I don't really think we need any more gym gimmicks at this point other than, you know, like a puzzle or something. Or like yeah, a trial, yeah I, think, I think that whole, like, puzzle yeah, thing is um, over. It's cool that you I mean, have to just I kind of think it's cool, but, well, whatever. Um, team Skull last gen, or gen before last, was, you know, the team, and they weren't really troublemakers. They were just kind of street thugs. So, you know, I guess they're going for, like, a friendly gang type of thing instead of, like, an actual gang, like, fucking Team Aqua yeah, Team Magma. Which, which is interesting because I think... Blood and Crip ass niggas. Yeah, like, I think... It, I, oh, my God. Yeah, now, now, now that you pointed out. Yeah, now that you pointed out. Oh, my God. Anyway, I just didn't think... Um, I didn't think of it like that. Like, I didn't think... 
you know, it's kind of cool. There's gonna be like well-meaning fans, but I hope there's actually more like an actual like undertone, like a dark, evil like team. Then that'd be evil, evil. But you know, give us an actual team of rival or like bad people that are actually trying to do something crazy. Because Lucimine was crazy at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, next leak. Uh, Eternus, Eternatus. There we go. Eternatus is the evil legendary. So I'm assuming this is a part of uh, the legendary trio. Uh, I did hear somewhere else though on the internet in a faraway place that the legendaries Zacian and Zazamenta. Don't quote me on that because yeah, I'm not too sure on the name. I think it's and Zacian. I think they're. Um, I read on the internet that they are based on the CMYK colors. Oh, the okay. the color thing, the color scale. Okay, 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 okay. If that okay. makes sense, so it's like cyan. Yeah, 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 There you go. Okay. Uh, magenta, zazamenta. You see what I'm that's, saying? Okay, so, that's okay. Cool, that's so cool. there we go. Okay, so there might be four of them, if that's true. But don't quote me on that. I don't have a picture in front of me confirming that, so that's okay. just up in the air. But if I'm right, I want this fucking copyrighted, dated. <laughs> I told y'all niggas. Anyways, um. Let's see. Next leak. Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing are dynamics that will supersize your Pokemon in a specific area. Uh, Gigantamaxing is different than Dynamax as it changes the Pokemon's look. Meowth gets a... Uh, Meowth looks like a long cat. Lapras gets musical bars to its shell and musical notes. How do you feel about that? That's the Gigantamax part. Because Dynamaxing. Yeah, we see Dynamaxing in action. Fuck Dynamax. Yeah, I don't really care for either. I mean, honestly, I was in the camp we should just bring back Mega Evolution, but I get why Mega Evolution's game is busted. No, it's not. It's not fair. They could have balanced it. They could have made they could have made a mega like three turns or like five turns. Yeah. Or something. Honestly, I think that would have been perfect. Yeah, and then it just powers down. It just goes back. It just reverts. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Exactly. Because that's what they did with Dynamax. Dynamax only lasts three turns. That could have been the counter to Megas. Exactly. Megas only last like three turns. And they could have just made a couple more. And if you switch, no, no, not if you switch. No, not if you switch. Because that because you might have to. Exactly. But I think that would have actually been a way to balance Mega Evolution. Keep it the exact same, just it only lasts three turns. Yeah, Mega Evolution felt like a natural progression of Pokemon to me. That's why I liked it. I yes. thought I was like, this made sense. The, like, yes, you take a the, stone. It was the gimmick that bond, made the most sense. Yeah, like you bond with them, they change appearance and get stronger, and they get new types, they get new power ups and new abilities, and it makes sense within Pokemon. But had they turned, damn, I did. That's a really smart idea. That exactly. actually would have been a good way to balance the game. And they give it to Z moves. Z moves are ass. Yeah, here's a Pokemon that can't kill you. Oh wait, Z move? Oh, now you can kill? Dead. Oh, dead. Goodbye. Um, next week, Sonia is Leon's former rival. Yes, who, please let that be true. Who is researching the Dynamax phenomenon at the behest or how the fuck? Yes. I can't read. Whatever. Uh, of her grandmother, the professor in the game. Okay, so the professor's granddaughter or whoever assistant. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Sonia is um, gonna be our yes. Little. So. Uh, your thoughts, because you had a speculation on that. I just want my my idea for Sonya's character in the story. I would like it if she was the original champion before Leon, since they were rivals growing up. It'd be interesting to have that dynamic of like, oh, you know, I was once an undefeated trainer, but the only person... Like, it'd be cool, because we hear that Leon has like an undefeated record, but I, I feel like that's more pertaining to his gym battle appearances and not his... um regular appearance because i think the way they're treating the whole champion and the undefeated thing is like i said it's gym battle like so every gym battle he had he never lost but he's lost battles outside of that and i would like it if that 
he lost only to Sonya. Sonya was like, a, she's technically a better trainer than him. And she was the original champion, and then she lost. She fi- he finally like overcame her, and then became the champion. Uh, that sounds so anime. But <laughs> this is my favorite leak out of all of the leaks. The last one to wrap it up. Uh, some Pokemon like Farfetch'd will get regional evolutions like Surfetch'd. Meowth looks like a ball of spiky gray fur. So, Meowth gets another regional variant. Of course he does. He's a Gen For this mon. game. Why not just, you know, bring a Gen 2 Mon or Gen 3 Mon and give them a regional variant? But no. Regional variants are one of the smartest things they've ever done. Which is cool. It makes sense. It is good. And it does make sense. Yeah, that's something but that doesn't bother me. Old Pokemon getting new evolutions is what I'm really here for. Yeah, I'm if they if they evolve like Farfetch'd. If they give old one stage Pokemon one to two stage evolutions, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. If I see Dunsparce evolve, I'm gonna cry. Farfetch'd <laughs> evolve? Huh? Amazing. Anyways. That um I'm curious to see it too, if they bring in some new ones. Uh, like I said, Surfetch sounds pretty cool. It'd be like a nice twist on Farfetch'd and curious to see where that goes. But um, that is everything. We had our rant. Rant went on a little bit longer than it should have, but it was it was necessary because we were upset for different reasons. But if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Zell, thank you for being on this episode with me. Thank you for being on the last episode with me. I yeah, appreciate that. Fuck it so, is, man. if you guys enjoyed, like I said, be sure to tell your peoples. Let people know about the show. And, uh, yeah, I will be back, hopefully in two weeks, to bring you another episode. We'll be back on our anime and music bullshit. And, uh, yeah, I've been your host, Amateur Maxi, and I am out of here.